chat about friends and how I met your mother. I'm David. I'm Natalie. How are you, Natalie? I'm good. Uh, yeah, uh, we're recording on Cinco de Mayo. That's a, quite a coincidence, yeah. Uh, because we would normally record on uh, Siete de Mayo, yeah. um, but we're going to be in Mexico. Yeah, we're going to celebrate um, in Mexico. Late. Yeah, we'll yeah. be celebrating uh, Mexico's great victory over the French army <laughs> Right. two days late. Right. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's what we got going on. We're doing this a little bit early, um, but this isn't normally a podcast about dates and historic uh, events in Mexico's history, right? Yeah, kind of is. <laughs> I um, I have decided you and I aren't really doing anything for Cinco de Mayo this year, but I've decided to, to like think of oh, this is going to sound like such a snob. I've decided to start thinking of Cinco de Mayo as a reward for having made it through another May the 4th be with you day. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, the, I mean, it was fun when we talk about this sometimes on How I Met Your Mother or even on, on Friends it's come up. Like, the way that, like... The culture embraces Star Wars. Yeah, and and the way that, like, Star Wars fandom has come to represent a different thing you know like it used to be nerds and it was like right. charming you were kind of making fun of it but it was also kind of charming and now it's like it's just it's Disney. just oppressive yeah. yeah yeah so yeah like yeah star wars and, and marvel and all that disney stuff it's mm-hmm. it, I'm, I'm sick of it i can't get away from it so um may the fourth view with you is now it's like my second least favorite day to be on twitter my least favorite day being april 1st uh mm. But this year, you and I were uh, with friends on April first, and I wasn't really checking Twitter, and I didn't really. Uh, what were we doing on April first? We were uh, hanging out at the pool with our other couples. Uh, in, oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a warm enough day that we could be at the pool, and here it is over a month later, and it's cold again it outside. It just like hailed yesterday, basically. Yeah, it hailed in May. And not only to hail in Los Angeles, which is already crazy, but that yeah. happened. Was that earlier this year? Or was that last fall? I can't remember. Yeah. But it hailed in Los Angeles in May. So much for global warming. So much for am global I right? <laughs> anyway, this is not. Nor is this a podcast where we talk about um, the weather. The weather. Yeah. Uh, that's a you go to a Dave Matthews Band podcast for that, right? Isn't that a Dave Matthews Band lyric? Talk about the weather, <laughs> isn't it? Do you think there's a podcast about Dave Matthews called Let's Talk About the Weather? <laughs> there will be soon once once this episode posts. Uh, all right. Um, no, this is a show where we watch an episode of Friends and an episode of How I Met Your Mother. We're watching the two shows concurrently. We're on season five, episode four. Season five, episode four of both shows. But season five, episode four of Friends is called The One Where Phoebe Hates PBS. And season five, episode four of How I Met Your Mother is called The Sexless Innkeeper. But we're going to put a pin in The Sexless Innkeeper. And we're going to start with Friends season five, episode four, The One Where Phoebe Hates PBS. So uh, at the beginning, we we open up. Rachel's just come home and... um, she hears Monica in the bedroom say, like, I've been waiting for you or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, she walks in and we're to assume that Monica is um, in the nude and 
in a certain position yeah waiting for her chandler right yeah. we they don't specify the position yeah legs yeah. akimbo I was, I like, I didn't want to get, like, purient and think about it, like, too much or talk about it too much. But since you brought it up, I was, like, either that or on all fours. Right. You know? Yes. Yes. So, um, anyway. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. So, Monica says that she's, uh, uh, she lies and says she's dating a, a waiter from work. Um, but then <laughs> Ross and Joey come in and Ross is on the phone um, uh, a th- non-threatening Ray Liotta, specifically. Right, yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Um, R.I.P. to the threatening Ray Liotta. Yes. Um, Ross and Joey come in. Ross is on his cell phone. Uh, and we found out they got kicked. They got asked to leave the movie theater because Ross wouldn't get off his phone. Because he's calling all of Emily's family. Yeah. To try and get her to talk to him. Yeah, because she's ignoring all of his calls. Um, yeah. Mike question to you is what movie do you think they were seeing well here's my theory (laughs) i think it uh i think it was um how stella got her groove back and that's why he was going to go again with rachel i had the same thought yeah that's why they specifically mentioned it uh he got kicked out of it the first time ross really wanted to see it so rachel's like oh i'd like to see it too let's go do you want to know what movies uh, re- were new in theaters at the time this episode aired? Yeah. Uh, Holy Man. With, this is uh, not going to be a segment, is it? No. No. <laughs> uh, Holy Man with Eddie Murphy. Never saw it. What Dreams May Come. I saw that in the theater. Yeah. Uh, a Night at the Roxbury. Ants. Yeah. So you think, yeah, I don't know when, what the release date is of How Stella Got a Group Back. Obviously, these episodes are produced like two months before they air. Right. Right. So, um yeah, no, I think I feel like Joey wanted to see A Night at the Roxbury more than he wanted to see. But Joey probably wanted to see Stella get her groove back. Everyone yeah. wants to see Stella get her. Have you seen how Stella got her groove back? I actually haven't. I I, I definitely saw it. I don't remember. Should it. we watch it? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, anyway, friends and mothers, should we watch how Stella got her groove back? <laughs> yeah, um, that's first call to action. Just at. Davy backs and say yes or no. Okay, it's not Davy backs. Yes, that is not my Twitter. Davy at Battleship Retention. No. Davy Cakes. <laughs> my email is david at battleshipretension.com. My Twitter is Davy Pretension. Davy Pretension. Okay. Davy Cakes. <laughs> so just yes or no, and then we'll know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um,. Yeah. So, uh, and also, don't talk on your phone in the movie theater, right? Right. Um, Rush should know better. But also, this... Okay. He says, I had to talk loud because the movie was loud. I feel like that's another case for Night at the You know? Mm, like all the... Nightlife. And, night, and, yeah. And, and, I think that's what they were seeing, Night at the Okay. That's that's my guess. Uh, guess listeners, what do you think they were seeing? Yeah. Um... Yeah, I'm sure because it was like two dudes going to the movies. I'm sure it's, it would be like funny for them to go see Night at the Roxbury. Yeah. Okay. So uh, and then so in, in the midst in the midst of all of this, uh, Chandler finally shows up with the champagne um, and uh, has to make up a lie about why he's there. And then we go into the opening titles. We come back and uh, Joey is in his tux, which 
uh, Chandler calls a vomit tux, and we don't really get the backstory. And but but Joey's like, I've dry cleaned it or whatever. Yeah, but it's yeah. kind of like a funny moment when Monica like starts to ask, and then she's like, you know what? Never mind. Yeah, I yeah. don't want to know. Uh, but it turns out Joey has a gig co-hosting a telethon on PBS. Yes. Um, Phoebe, we find out here, hates PBS because um, she. Uh, wrote a letter to Sesame Street after her mom committed suicide yeah. and didn't get anything back, or she just got like a she got a keychain, like a keychain. She didn't get a, like a, a response, really. which was of no use to her because she lived in a box at the time. Right, sad. Very sad. Um, and oh my gosh, Darla! I'm so sorry. What happened? I don't know. Are you beating her up over there? I was just petting her. <laughs> You're okay. Um, now, now she's by my side. She's oh, like, sorry. she's so mad at Natalie. I was like, maybe her ear hurts. Okay, maybe we'll get that checked I'm out, sorry. huh, Darla? Okay, we're we're still podcasting. Oh, <laughs> um, I don't care. Okay, so uh, Joey says something about like uh, doing a good deed by by being on this telethon and and. Uh, what Phoebe says, like, no, you're doing it so you feel good, and like he's like, didn't you, you feel just good about? Be on camera. Uh, or, but yeah, he's like, didn't you feel good about um, carrying your brother's babies? Yeah. And then so Joey uh, has a worldview that um, I can't. I I have to admit I'm pretty sympathetic to. That there's no such thing as an unselfish good deed, which doesn't mean the good deeds are bad. Right. But just, a, yeah, and then he says all people are selfish, which is, like, my baseline philosophy of people are inherently selfish. That, But also people are capable of so much more. I think it's instinctual to feel good when you do something nice, and that's our way of caring yeah. for one another. That's yeah. built into our humanity is caring for one another and then feeling good about it. That helps us to do more of that. See, I think what's built into... Our humanity is that we are social creatures. And um, I guess we're kind of saying the same thing. Yeah. That, like, working together is better for the benefit of the most yes. of us. We're and social. I think we tend to... But, but I guess what I'm saying is, like, in isolation, uh, people can be selfish. Yes. So the yes. more that someone is connected to the world around them, the better a person they are. I think I do. I think I do. I, I never thought about that before. Right? I guess I do think that. I do think that. Yeah, I do think we're saying the same thing. Yeah. We're social creatures because we're meant to take care of one another. See, I don't think we're meant to take care of one another. I assume, What I'm saying is we take care of one another because we know it's good for us in the long run. We don't just know it's good for us. Like, it is good for us. Okay. Like, like, this is all, like, evolutionary. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think it's instinctual, is what I'm saying. Oh, I do. I don't think we instinctually take care of it. I mean, look at babies. They're, like, so selfish. They have to be taught to share. You know, like, I don't think we have an instinct towards taking care of one another. We have an instinct for companionship. And then I think the taking care of one another comes from just like socialization. Socialization, yeah, yeah. Um, That's my thought. Yeah, but it had to. 
it comes from somewhere, you know, like how does an adult know to, well, all right, we don't need to get into, this is not philosophy talk with <laughs> Nellie and David. Uh, no, I guess not. Um, what's next? We're, we're, we're all over the place. We're at the telephone? Oh, Emily finally calls. Um, and she's very, she's calling just to tell him to stop calling, but then he, uh, works his Ross magic, I guess, and gets her to admit that she misses him too. Uh, meanwhile, Phoebe, oh yeah, there's a joke here, but Phoebe didn't know that there's no Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so then, so that scene ends and we're in the perk and, and it's Monica and Chandler and the Rachel comes in and she wants to hear more about the non-threatening Ray Liotta guy. Mm -hmm. Because apparently Monica told Rachel she was having the best sex she'd ever had. Yeah. And Chandler is there when Rachel says that. And of course, he's super chill about it. Oh, of course. <laughs> um, no, I would say his initial reaction, I kind of was like, yeah, I get that. If I heard that someone had unprompted said that about me. Your ears would I, perk up and you'd smile. You wouldn't behave like he would. <laughs> well, he just starts like laughing. Um, I, I think in this scene in the perk, I don't think he's out of line yet. It's not until he jumps on the table. Yeah, which is back at their apartment. Yeah, yeah at this scene of the perk, he perk, he's clearly like blindsided by this in a positive way, yeah. and he's loving it. And I kind of just found it funny. Yeah, it's not till later that he, yeah. Um, uh, da, 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 da. Um, so Ross shows up, and it turns out that Emily wants Ross to move to London, which obviously he's not going to do. He's got a child there. Right? That's my yeah. first thought. Yeah. Um, Joey gets to the telethon. Turns out there was a miscommunication. He's not co-hosting. He's just there to answer the phones like anyone else, but yeah. he's wearing a tuxedo, yeah. uh, which is funny. Um, Phoebe is trying to prove Joey wrong. Um, I, every once in a while, friends will have a a, a storyline like this that just feels very like sitcom season one, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I, I didn't care for this storyline. Yeah. I got or they, it did get to some funny stuff later, but at this point, it just uh, she's trying to think of an unselfish good deed. Um, then back at the apartment, this is where Chandler won't shut up about uh, uh, Monica and like essentially asking if he is a better lover than Richard was in front of their friends, yeah. which is like uncool. And then he does a little like dance on the table. Yeah. He goes way way too far. Um. And, uh, but that jump on the table, just, it's like physically impressive because that's, that's hard to do. I wonder how many takes it took. I, I could do it. One take. All right. Show me. <laughs> we don't have that table. Yeah. And you don't want me jumping on our coffee yeah, table. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, so Ross is begging Emily to come to New York instead because he can't leave, uh, Ben, and Emily says, fine, only if you agree never to see Rachel again. Um, I feel like... Which would also mean, like, you can't see your sister again, because, like, you can't see any of your friends again. You can't see your sister, you can't go to your sister's house. Yeah. I feel like I... I mean, I certainly understand why Emily feels this way. Right. But... The ultimatum is just... It's... Yeah, it's too much to ask. Yeah. Um... Ross goes to the rest of the gang for advice, minus Rachel, and um, doesn't really get any because they're yeah. just as stumped as he is. Yeah. 
Meanwhile, they finally see Joey on the TV. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> kind of, he like waves his arm uh, to get into the shot, which is funny. Um, then this episode is like all in one day, by the way. Yeah. Uh, which is weird. Because um, then like Phoebe then goes to the perk and then calls or she calls Joey from the perk. Yeah. She calls Joey while he's on, <laughs> while he's working. I, yeah. I don't know how she knew his extension. Um <laughs> but uh um says that she got stung she let a bee sting her yeah which is a funny thought. this was funny yeah, yeah that, that was an unselfish good deed but then joey points out that the bee bees die after they do that um and then what i was just thinking maybe because they gave phoebe such a huge storyline they're like punishing her now by making her like just kind of an idiot normally phoebe's like quirky <laughs> and neurotic but the fact that she and doesn't believed, believe the earth is round. She, yeah, yeah, that's true. She like she believes in Santa. She doesn't know that bees die after they sting someone. Like she wants. We'll get to what else about yeah. the hamster later. But um, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like they're just like making her dumb, and she's yeah. never been dumb. She's she's funny and quirky. Yeah, and flighty. Yeah, and she doesn't believe the earth is round. Yeah. <laughs> um, She's anti-vaxxer for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, the, Joey wants to mo- more screen time, so he tries to get a guy to switch seats with him. And the guy's like, no, I'm in the shot. Yeah. And then they get into a fight on yeah. camera yeah. while Gary Collins, who's a real actor playing himself. Yeah. I don't really know much about Gary Collins. I think he's like a TV from the 70s guy. Yeah. Um, friends and listeners, got any Gary Collins stories? Um. So he they're uh they're fighting and that's very funny. And uh Ross is so desperate to make this decision that he consults a magic eight ball. Uh it doesn't go that well. Um it's pretty, which is pretty stupid. Uh but there's a funny bit there. I don't know if it's in your funniest moments when Monica uses the yeah. eight ball. I don't know if that is that in your funniest moments? No. Yeah, she says, because uh, Ross is convinced it doesn't work, and so she asks the uh, Magic 8-Ball if Chandler's going to be having sex tonight, and it says, don't count on it. And she says, it seems like it works pretty well, which is, like, funny to us, but, like, the other friends, like, don't know that, and it's just, like, mean. Right. Like, that's, you both seem to be putting a lot of, like, interest into the other's sex life. I would, I don't know. Maybe because everyone else is just so dim that they don't see what's going all- on. They all got their own things going on. Yeah. You know? Um, So Phoebe makes a donation to uh, PBS because she hates PBS and that's so then it becomes an unselfish good deed. But then her donation means they broke the record. So Joey gets to be on TV. So she's happy for him. And then she's like, ah, son of, or something. But their logic is flawed because it was like, it was an unselfish deed when she did it. It wasn't until later. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. This is like my argument in the um, Seinfeld episode where Jerry's even Steven, you know? Right. And Elaine throws his $20 bill out the window, right? And then he puts on his, his jacket and finds a 20 in the pocket. And it's like, oh, no, you didn't. You're still out $20. That $20 was in your jacket pocket already. It's not like it magically appeared there. But it was there. lost to him. So I understand that. But I think we're, we're both knit, we're both picking nits here. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, so uh, Chandler comes up to, uh, comes over to apologize to Monica, but he has a, a a pretty funny speech about how like she's also the best he's ever had, which is a shorter list or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, um, like you can stop like having sex with me if you want, but I don't think we should. We're too good at it. We owe it to sex to keep having sex, which yeah. is funny. Yeah. Um, and then he is gonna like carry her into the bedroom and. At first, he wants her to, because she was cleaning, mm-hmm. and he wants her to keep wearing the gloves. But then she's like, "I just cleaned the bathroom with these gloves," and he's like, "You better lose the gloves." But before that, she had touched his neck and her face with her gloved hand. Gross. Yeah, <laughs> it's gross. Um, and Rachel comes over to Ross's apartment because they had plans to see how Stella got her groove back, um, or possibly see it again in Ross's case because he was. Who knows? Um, uh rachel wants to help ross and ross is basically saying like you literally can't help me with this but then she she basically tells him like you're in love with emily whatever she wants do it it." so she yeah uh so he takes her advice he agrees uh he calls emily she's on her way and that's pretty much the end of the episode except we get uh an almost like wordless tag at the end where um, Chandler comes out of what I guess is the bathroom at the park? Or is it a closet? I think it's a, like a storage closet. I think the bathroom is over by where Phoebe was on the phone, down that back hallway. Okay. That's what I always... Because when they get up to use the bathroom, it's always towards okay. the kitchen. The kitchen. Okay, yeah. so they're in like some sort of storage closet yeah. at the park. Yeah. And Chandler comes out all disheveled, sits down and starts like... Looking at a postcard really intently, which yeah. is like, I thought that was a funny touch. Yeah. Uh, and then Monica comes out later and it's like, oh, I've never done that before. And then that's that's the actual end of the episode. Um, do you have any other stray observations or should we should we move on to uh, funniest moments? Um, we already talked about um, Stolen from Seinfeld, the, the telethon. We talked about it. Um, yeah. Last week, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, She's on a fixed income. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess Phoebe was not on a fixed income. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Let's move on. Okay. Um, my first funniest moment, uh, I got three. The first funniest moment was when Chandler first hears that he's in the park and he first hears over hers what monica told rachel and he's just laughing you know and, and monica's like why do you care he's like i'm very happy for him and you you lucky dog <laughs> like yeah. hits her on the leg he laughed out loud <laughs> um i laugh out loud a lot i know i'm an out loud laugher i know all right yeah get used to it. it i am um when uh joey's being shown to his phone at the telethon he's wearing his vomit uh, tux and the lady shows him to his phone and he's like uh, I'm not really expecting a lot of calls <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one it's really funny alright what else um oh when <laughs> when Joey's the first time he's trying to get Phoebe to see him on TV and he's just waving his hand yes, he's yes. waving it in front of a woman and like at the end of the shot she like slaps his hand she away she slaps it away <laughs> yeah. yeah um so, um, when Joey was like thanking Phoebe for, um, the two, the huge donation, she's like, yeah, I was going to spend it on a hamster. And, and Joey's like, a hamster's probably like 10 bucks. And she said, not the hamster I had my eye on, <laughs> which I don't know what that means. Like, why does she, I don't know. she found this like 
black market fancy <laughs> hamster. Remember, we had a friend who had a hedgehog that he had to like go, go to. He had to go lines. across state lines because yeah. you're not supposed to have a hedgehog as a pet in California. Yeah, but it, like a bunch of his friends got them. Yeah, they, they all went and got like they all hedgehogs. Went and got hedgehogs. And then I painted a depiction of and, Jonathan Lipnicki the hedgehog. And he bought and not he the hedgehog the guy who had the hedgehog. Yeah. Um, it was the same guy we were hanging out with on uh, April 1st. Yeah, do you like that? Yeah. We have a lot of friends. It just sounds like we hang out with the same person all the time. Yeah. But we have hella friends. We're so popular. We have, like, two friends. Yeah. Um, uh, well, I have one more. Okay. Um, when Chandler is carrying, at the very end, when he's carrying Monica across the, to his apartment, and he, like, they, he, they've just gotten done talking about how great they are at sex and then he <laughs> slams her head into the door and he's yeah. like you know that's not part of it right yeah i thought that was funny yeah i don't um, know i always say i thought that was funny that's like the point of the segment i say it too yeah um i have a few more i'm sorry darla and one of them is um it was kind of like supposed to be funnier than it actually was but when phoebe was sad that um the muppets never wrote her back chandler's like well muppets don't have Thumbs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thought that was funny. Yeah. And then when Joey and Phoebe are first fighting um, about people being selfish, Joey says, uh, oh no, Phoebe says, are you calling me selfish? And Phoebe says, are you calling you people? <laughs> <laughs> and I have the context wrong, but you get the picture. Yeah. yeah. Is that it? Uh, yeah. Just the idea of Phoebe like in the park following bees around and trying to like get them presenting to... her arm to them yeah. is a funny idea yeah. uh should we, should we move on to friends but make it fashion yes i've got one like i said everyone wears the same thing the entire episode pretty much because yes. it all takes place in one day uh i love monica's pink sweater i love monica's sexy curls oh yeah she had a great hair great I haircut. Love her haircut yeah. her hairstyle yeah she looks great um all right, what's under the oh, umbrella? Oh, I also liked um, in the first scene um, Rachel's like striped mini dress and cardigan combo. Huh, I don't remember. Cute. What's under the umbrella? Um, quite a few things. Yeah. Um, we get um, a breakfast spread. Yeah, big old. We had some like um, uh, uh, a fruit fruit plate. Fruit plate, yeah. Um, shall I continue? Yeah, keep going. Um, we get a. Oh my God! But it's from Chandler. It's Chandler, yeah. And he he says, "When I'm with you, oh my God!" Yeah. And they're talking about how good their sex is together. Um, Phoebe's tragic upbringing. Yeah. Uh, with her mom dying and her living in a box, um, watching TV. They're watching Emerald or the the birds, the duck and the goose. That's right. Yeah. They're watching Emerald. Yeah. Um. Mm. Let's see. Oh, real quick, props to the props department. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, what? I was going to say Mazel to the Magna. Mog- yeah, Mazel to the Magna, Evil Joe. <laughs> With flames? With flames around it. it. I don't know what that's a reference to, but I guess. Yeah, I think they have like inside jokes yeah. that we're even outside of. Yeah. Which is fun. All right, sorry, props to the props department. What did you say? Uh, yeah, that, I mean, I think Mazel to the Magna is under the headline of props to the props. So you have, you have to say both? We'll see. Here to say, props to the props department, colon, <laughs> muscle to the magnet. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, if that's it, let's uh, take a quick break. Okay. 
Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. And we're back and we are ready to talk about season five, episode four of How I Met Your Mother. Uh, which again is called the sexless innkeeper. Natalie, take it away. Okay, so Ted um, has been a professor now for quite some time, and he decides that he's going to switch up his look a little bit and be more professorial. Which in his I appearance that which I pointed out last week, he was already doing when he was teaching Robin One Hundred and One. Maybe that's where he got the idea. Yeah, so he's like, I like this tweed. Yeah. Um, well, look more on it, more on this later. Elbow patches. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, um, Barney makes fun of the elbow patches, and it's he thinks he looks um, pathetic and yeah. lame. Um, meanwhile, we learn why. Oh, um, Lily and Marshall, or Lily and Lily and Marshall. Yes, I like that you do it too, though, because I always all, all the get time. the characters mixed up on Friends. Lily and Marshall invite everyone for a couples night. Well, they invite not everyone. They invite the couple to the couple's yeah. night. Um, and then we learn that they're bad at um, double dates. Um, and Look, they Can I say something about you and I? Uh-huh. We're good at it. Okay, this... We're good couple friends. See, we might be a little too Lillian Marshall on this. We might, like, come on a little too strong. Because I feel like we're so eager for, like, couple dates and couple friends... That we, like, maybe go over and above. But we get invited back. Okay. Right? Yeah. Maybe I'm just, like, second-guessing ourselves. No, because we've never, like... They know that they only have these first dates, right? Right. You and I, we see people multiple times, yeah. you know? Um, but also, like... And not always at our prompting, either. When, when we do have people over, like, I felt a kinship to Lily and Marshall, how they like over orchestrate things. Cause I feel like I'm definitely a planner. So when we have yeah. like a barbecue or people over, I'm very meticulous and like, well, we have to have enough to eat. We have to have enough. To- what if people want this? What if people want to mix their own drinks? We have to have ice cubes available. What if we don't have ice cubes? Available? So I, I can see myself in this a little too much. Yeah. But I think you Appreciate it. We got to clean the bathrooms. Put the put the towels out. What if this it. bathroom's full? We have to clean the other bathroom just in case. Like it's, you do, have, but oh, these are all things you have to do. So you're right. I don't know. So I don't think. I think it's a little thirsty. No, I, I don't think. What Lily and Marshall did to prepare for their couple nights yeah. is nothing wrong. It's their desperation. They're yes. sweaty about yes, it. Yes, you know. Yes. That's what it is. Okay. Well, I guess I get a little sweaty in the preparation. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, they're perfect. That's okay. They're perfectly orchestrating this date. They have the cheese plates. They have all the, all the games, the, the timers ready. They have everything perfected. And it's just silly because like they hang out all the time together. Like there's no need to be that like painstakingly awkward. Yeah. Um, in front of their friends. Um, Meanwhile, the tweed seems to be working for Ted, and that he um, he has 
um, he met like some girl at the bar and invites her out, or she invites herself invites up. herself yeah. up. Um, after the after the date night, um, Lily and Marshall thought that they nailed date night. Meanwhile, uh, Barney and Robin said this is the worst night ever. Yeah. It was terrible. Um, yeah, they were too nervous, too awkward, too desperate. Um, and then, okay, oh, the reason why there was some confusion because at the end of the night, um, Robin and Barney's like, oh, we had a great time. Let's do it again soon. Right. And then um, that Which is, is. Like Chandler with, Ra- with Rachel's boss. How he kept having these terrible dates, yes. and at the end he would say, like, all right, I'll call you. Let's do this again. Save that for similarities. I didn't clock that. Uh. Um, but then Ted's like, yeah, it sounds great. But that's what the, like, the girl who, who stayed over said to Ted yeah. after sleeping on the couch. Yeah, she so, fell asleep on the couch. Um, and then that that is what triggers Barney to go on his poem about, it's like an Oliver <laughs> Twist era fantasy yeah. poem. Um, it, I mean, the poem itself was terrible. So unfunny. So unfunny. Yeah. It was gross. But ultimately it was about... Um, he just wanted to stay at this woman's house, making her the sexless innkeeper. So she was sexless because he wanted to just sleep over on the yeah. couch to yeah. have a place to eat and sleep for the night. Yeah. And that's what this girl is to Ted. Or that's what Ted is to this girl. He's yeah. a sexless innkeeper. Um, okay. So Robin and Barney are <laughs> make up lies for why they can't hang out again. Yeah. I just thought of something, though, that I like. Um, When Barney says, oh, you're the sexless innkeeper. Robin is like, yeah, you are. Like, so, like, their time together, like, Robin has, like, picked up some of Barney's, like, like, rules and names for things. That didn't even occur to me in the moment. But they had talked about it at some uh, point. Or maybe she read his blog or something. (laughs) Who knows? But, like, you can see, like, they're simpatico a little bit. That's cute. Right. I didn't even think about that until just now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Barney comes up with some ridiculous lie about like a underwater expedition. <laughs> yeah, there's which, there's underwater aliens. Yeah, which will come around later. Okay. Um, Marshall, we learn, is addicted to. Oh, Marshall made like a photo montage about their their couples' night. Yeah. And made a website. That's I I thought that was weird, like. For 2009, why did they make him make a website and not just, like, a YouTube video, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because YouTube was around for years at that point. Yeah, so he made them the video montage about their night playing charades and eating and the timer and everything. Um, And then (laughs) we learned... Sorry about my freak out. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because he freaked out about the egg timer and apparently... Cr- crushed it. Yeah. Um, I love this montage. And we learn that he's he overdoes the montage. He's addicted to it. And he makes videos about, you know, um, uneventful. Or like really sad stuff at one yeah, point. So we get one from the Chinese food delivery That's guy. That's fun. Yeah. 
And then a cat sitting video, cat sitting for Lily's mom. But then it turns dark when it's a f- like they let the cat out or the cat falls out of the, the window. The cat falls out the window. And then they make a funeral. Like cat a, funeral. A cat funeral montage, yeah. which was really sad. But like Very sad. Because we just lost our cat. But it would be sad anyway. The series of photos yeah. were really, really funny <laughs> that they had to like stage all of those photos. Yeah. It is kind of like Ted's Robin 101 slideshow. Like, yeah. who was taking these photos? Yeah. Um, but I wanted to point out that uh, Megan Faye returned as Lily's mom. Yes, just, just for, the for the photos. photos. Just yeah. for yeah, she didn't have a, a single montage. line of dialogue. That was uh, that was super cool. Um, so Lily, um, oh, so uh, Marshall and Lily are kind of understanding the errors of their ways. Like Marshall keeps making these photo montages, and she's embarrassed of that, and then. Marshall criticizes Lily for um, bringing up the trip to Vermont too early, like a rookie yeah. mistake to like create this whole trip. It's too soon. It's too early. So they're both blaming each other for striking out with the couple. Um, meanwhile, they're at McLaren's and Ted wants Barney to apologize. He misses his friends because they haven't been to McLaren's. Um Right. So Barney and Robin show up at um, Marshall and Lily's door, and they're they have a new set of friends over. Pi and Shay. Yeah. Okay. They have new friends over. They moved to New York from Hawaii. They're having a great time. They're playing Twister, um, and um, Barney and Robin get like really kind of sad. And miss yeah. them. They got offended. Um, and then they're walking the streets to... Um, you think it's Celine Dion's All By Myself, but it's All By Ourselves. Yeah. And it's... I, I was trying to look, like, see if who it was. It's... it's. Um, I just had it up. Their names are Haley Taylor and Keith Sledadal. And they're from a band called The 88, which I don't know. Oh, I know a song from The 88. Okay, yeah. American pop rock band, 2002 yeah. to 2016. Yeah, I liked I liked a song. Okay. Yeah, I don't know them. But, um, oh, wow. The 88 were the backing band for Ray Davies when he toured. Interesting. Um, yeah, what is that song I like? I don't know. Um, okay, I'm going <laughs> to... Uh, well apparently this they've been on a lot of 88 songs have been on How I Met Your Mother (gasps) Coming Home Don't you feel like coming home Better be good to yourself I don't know this song I think it was on the show Makes sense they seem to have some sort of connection. Yeah. Okay. Uh, where was I? <laughs> oh, okay. So, um, so they see happy couples riding bikes together, like yeah. doing the most absurd thing. And the funniest, well, we'll get to that later. They try to um, make a reservation at a restaurant. <laughs> so it's like, they're the odd ones out. Just being a couple is not good enough. They have to have, like, yeah. Four. Like you have to. What are you saying? What the quad. what the hostess says? Yeah. That's one of your funniest moments. Yeah. Okay, we'll hold it for that then, because um, it made me laugh too. Although, yeah. 
Um, okay, so there's happy couples everywhere, and then they decide to make kind of a grand gesture, and they um, they put a little egg timer outside of the door, knock on the door, and then Marshall and Lily have to... They're having Pi and Shay over again, and they have to follow the egg timers down the hall out to the stoop in front where it's, like, yeah. pouring rain, and they apologize and say, like... They say ding in unison. Yeah. And then there's this like whole kind of like romantic scene where like, we know you were bad for us, but we, we love you anyway. Like you're the bad, you're yeah. the bad boy <laughs> in yeah. like date, like couples, yeah. double yeah. dates. Yeah. Um, it's like, we and, and uh, Marshall's like, we've got a perfectly good couple waiting yeah. for us upstairs. And Varney's like, oh yeah. Then how come you're standing in the rain with us? Yeah. Yeah. So it's very like romantic. Yeah. Um, and then Ted has, um, Ted and Barney are hanging out and Ted then has a poem in like the similar Oliver Twist style and meets a, a girl at the bar and she does go home with him and Barney doesn't believe Ted. And then she comes out like wearing his t-shirt like clearly yeah, yeah. had sex with him the night before and then Robin's like all right um all right Barney like let's go meet Lily and Marshall for brunch yeah yeah and Barney's and like what Barney about Barney yeah. misses being single yeah is that it yeah okay did i miss anything no okay not that i know of okay. um let's go and let's move on to funniest moments then okay um well, we already talked about when they try to go to a restaurant and then like the um, hostess is like just the two of you. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad you had that because I just wanted to point out well, you and I watch Abbott Elementary, like a lot of people. Yeah. The lunch lady who's like oh. friends with Jacob. And then there's an episode where Greg Gregory like tried to be friends with her um, and they ended up bonding over being Orioles fans at the yes, end. Yes. Same actress. That's very funny. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. I have one. Okay. This one. I don't know how funny it is, but I thought it was very cute in like a macabre way because it's so well coordinated and again, showing, illustrating how Barney and Robin are on the same page. Did you notice when uh, they do the thing like you see Marshall and Lily like close the door at the end of the night and like, is like, that was great. And they high five and then we see the other side and, 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 uh, they're like that was awful and then robin like mimes shooting herself in the yeah, head yeah and then did you notice barney in like one motion mimes like wiping her brains off his face oh, like as they're walking so they've done this before <laughs> yeah it's this like, like i little... thought it was like super cute but obviously in a gross way yeah. that, that like she like kills him herself and he has to wipe her blood and brains off his face yeah <laughs> but it's cute somehow yeah that's really funny yeah um so yeah similarly um Barney and Robin being in sync when um, when Robin makes the joke like normally it's the innkeeper who does the turn down service yeah. and then they both like yeah. give each other a high five like behind their heads like yeah. they both just knew yeah. that the other would be there yeah for the high five um, yeah you said you liked Marshall's whole video uh, about the great greatest night ever or whatever yeah. and I did too but the one particular the one thing I laughed at the 
uh, hardest was when he said, like, Lily made creme brulee. Yeah. Yeah. And I also like the whole, like, idea that uh, Marshall is obsessed with the Gouda. Seriously, don't sleep on the Gouda. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And in their apology, Barney and Robin's like, next time we won't sleep on the Gouda. Yeah. Um, He's really excited about um, the perfect semicircle of sturdy cheese bearing crackers. Not three, not four, but five different types of sturdy cheese bearing crackers. And Lily says, you're a sturdy cheese bearing cracker. Yeah. Um, I have one more. Uh, Yeah, so do I, but they're probably the same one. Okay, is it about the underwater aliens? I hope those underwater aliens are as cold-blooded as you. Well, he, he... it, what's very funny to me about Jason Siegel's like delivery is that he almost doesn't get it out. He's like, I hope those underwater aliens are cold blooded because then you'll get along just fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how I Met Your Mother, but make it fashion. Um, uh, Marshall had some Ruka wear. And he Did he really? Yeah. I have a Ruka jacket. Yeah. You made fun of me. You called me a. D bag or something for it. Yeah. Um, what was Marshall wearing that was Ruka? I didn't know. It was notice. like a plaid. Okay. A plaid shirt. Okay. Long sleeve. Yeah. Plaid button up. Okay. Well, because um, he also has an Izod polo when he's standing in the rain that I thought was cool. I like Izod. Yeah. Um, uh, but that's not, that wasn't one of mine. I was just going to say, Professor Ted, I love it. Yeah. I love Professor Ted. Yeah. I mean, could he wear a tie? Maybe, but, you know, it's the mid to late aughts. Yeah. You know? You don't need a tie. Um, um, also, I don't know if that's true. But, uh, yeah. Also, you you know that um, Barney's at like a low point when he's wearing sweatpants. However, they are Armani sweatpants. Yeah, um, I had two more. Go ahead. Uh, neither one of these are good. Just like well, one is particularly bad. Um, Lily comes to McLaren's wearing like some sort of weird like rope top do you know what i'm talking about yeah it was like the bodice or whatever was like blue like Mm -hmm. made out of like ropes and then it had like a part that went around her neck that was purple Mm -hmm. so it was like the colors were terrible the material was tacky yeah and there's just so many like tanks you know like, Robin at one point is wearing something for a second. I thought she had a cool dress. And then I was like, oh, it's no, just another, like, just a, ill-fitting tank. Yeah, lots of tanks. Yeah. Embellishments. Yeah. I don't know. Ropes. Uh, but when... I also want to point out when... Um, uh, I'm forgetting the characters' names. When Barney and Robin are at the lowest and they're in bed eating ice cream, mm-hmm. um, Robin's wearing a Johnny O t-shirt, which is a brand that I... Uh, used to I used to do um, they don't even exist anymore but it was like a stitch fix called Bombfell remember mm-hmm, I used to do Bombfell mm-hmm, yeah. they clearly had some sort of like partnership with Johnny O because I had like multiple like shirts and shorts that were Johnny O it's like surf yeah themed like they're located here in Los Angeles they're very like SoCal themed um, anyway I just noticed it okay Johnny O all right, uh, all right. What's another umbrella? I go first. Um, I mean, Marshall and Lily wanting couple couple friends is not a new thing. This goes all the way back to like I think season one when they hosted the wine tasting night mm-hmm. and they were like bored out of their minds. Yeah. Now they've become the boring old people. Yeah. Uh, it only took four years. Um, there. Yeah, you mentioned the. I mean the. 
relentless fat phobia of the sexless innkeeper and then even again later when barney's like talking about how bad the night was he says it's like oh the chubby girl your mom made you go on a date with or something like that chubby girl yeah terrible yeah terrible Terrible. um barney's drinking a red bull uh, at one point at the at the at McLaren's, and then uh, of course Ranjit shows up. Ranjit, yeah. Ranjit and his wife show up, and they have a terrible time. <laughs> yeah, even they don't like. They're so bored. <laughs> yeah. We don't like you, and we don't like you. Um, can I? Should I go? Yeah, yeah. Now it's your turn. Okay. Um, so, like, eating a gallon of ice cream indicates like sadness. Yeah. Uh, we see it a few times for Lily, and then Barney and Robin on the couch. Yeah. Um, creation of a website. <laughs> Right, yeah, definitely. Um, uh, okay, high fives. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it. Well, let's move on then to similarities between the okay. two episodes. Okay. What do you got? You're, you're so good at this. I hope you have something. Okay, so um, elaborate spreads. You're talking about um, Monica waiting for Chandler on the bed, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that got me. That got me good. Um, yeah, delicious looking food. Because on Friends, they also are making cookies. And so they're like kind of snacking on cookie dough, which oh, you don't like. I don't like that. But I like it. Um, and then there's, of course, a breakfast spread. Lots of, lots of food platters. Um, on the date, on the double dates. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, this might be a little bit of a stretch, but like heartfelt apologies. Okay. So Chandler apologizes to Mon and um, Robin and Barney apologize to Marshall and Lily. Yeah. Um, also kind of um, like the sexless innkeeper... There was a joke about Chandler not having sex tonight. I, so yeah. Chandler was, being The sexless. one I had was just not getting any. Not getting any. Yeah. Um, Is that it? Yeah. All right. Well, then let's uh, let's play favorites. Okay. You count us down. Three, two, one. How Friends. I Met Your Mother. Oh, ah! gosh. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I was too turned off by the... Uh, Fat phobia jokes, yeah. um, and I liked. Uh, I'm just like I, I'm not gonna say that I ship Monica and Chandler, yeah, but I just like them together. I do too. Uh, so, so I think that's a big part of it. I think, yeah, I didn't like that. Like, yeah, I don't care about Ross. I think Ross is annoying. And this episode, while Joey was funny at the telethon. It didn't like give me enough. Whereas I loved the video montages. <laughs> I loved all of the like double dates gone wrong. That was really funny. And the all by myself montage too. And the all by myself all, montage. All, all, all by ourselves. Yeah. Lots of very funny montages. And it was very funny. You might talk me into it. Um, but it's okay. I like I like the switcheroo sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, I mean, I like I'm, I didn't realize it until after you said it that a big part of why I like this episode is that. Uh, yeah, Monica's haircut looked great. Looked great, yeah. Yeah. Uh, in her pink sweater and her black pants, and she does her own little dance. It's all, it's all very, like, she looked kind of, I guess in the, like, sweater and, like, tight black pants, she looks kind of like 60s go-go girl a little bit hmm. when she's, when she's dancing. The hair isn't that, but. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. 
Uh, let's catch up on our correspondence. <gasps> okay. We don't have um, as much, but uh, the, <laughs> we have one email from Rebecca, uh, the same person who asked about if there, if there was a playground behind our house, and she said, I liked the outside sounds. I wasn't complaining. <laughs> I'm sorry, Rebecca, that I accused you of, of complaining. I also uh, like the outside sounds, yeah. as I said. Um, I think that's the main... Well, I know we have... Okay. Um, Steph also sent me some stuff via Instagram, like... DM or like which again it's okay for Steph to do that because I know Steph and I consider her like my friend yeah um but I want to make clear my Instagram is like for my friends so like (laughs) oh it's fine okay get over yourself (laughs) it's the one place that I post things that like aren't like battleship pretension or whatever you know right um so let's see uh okay we already read Jackson's from last week So, uh, that could be it. Hmm. Um, yeah, that might be all, well, no, I I still have to get to the, um, um, oh no, Alex says, uh, under the umbrella from the Friends music update, uh, Bare Naked Ladies, who had a song right on... Oh no, Bare Naked Ladies was um we did our uh how how were we doing? Yes, yes. We talked about one week the past couple weeks. Yes. And uh Bare Naked Ladies, that song was in American Pie starring oh, Alison Hannigan. Oh yes. Um And then he says, after watching recent Lewinsky show Oh, I didn't watch that, the Monica Lewinsky I show. I didn't watch it either. Yeah, so I don't know. He's like uh what would have happened in an alternate universe where Clinton, like, did have to step down? All oh, right, because we were talking about him being yes. in, or the impeachment proceedings, right? Yes. If he had to step down and, and and Gore, Gore took over. He says he dimly recalls it as a kid, but I should remind you that Alex uh, doesn't live in America, so yeah. <laughs> uh, that's why. Um, he also says he doesn't. It doesn't look like a vicar was presiding over Ross and Emily's wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, there's no white collar, so probably a registrar. Hmm. Uh, he says, to nitpick, I don't think in 1998 that would have been a place you were allowed to get married. Like, at a registrar? Or I don't know. Um, oh, yeah, there are more. Jackson says... No, at the broken down church. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, an- anecdote. Uh, this is from Jackson. Uh, my dad is a retired nurse, and he's a boomer man's man. Male nurse jokes are outdated, as we were saying totally. about, yes. about Chandler last week. Yeah. Um, uh, oh. Although he's, he did, uh, Alex says that their dad did suffer some mistreatment for being a man at a woman's job, yeah. I guess, at his time. But Speaking, yeah. Can I bring up something that I totally forgot to in Friends? Absolutely, of course. Now, okay. When, it's not like we slammed the door. When Rachel, like, walks in on Monica, either, like, assuming some sexual position, yeah. and she says, please tell me you were waiting for a guy... Was that, like, a homophobic joke? Like, you're not waiting for a woman? Or was it more just like, you just you're not d- doing, doing this on your for, own? Yeah, I think I took it the second way, but okay. that's, yeah, maybe you're right. Uh, okay, and then Paige sent us a, a, a great, like, a thread, or 
It's great for me. You don't like ro- roller coasters. You lied once and said you liked roller coasters. Did but- I not go on so many <laughs> roller coasters another time in my life? So I asked about. Did I not prove myself? You proved yourself. Uh, I asked about Cedar Point, um, and Paige is now making me want to go and do a vacation just to Cedar Point. So she says my Cedar Point faves: Millennium Force, Thrill, and is famous. Uh, Maverick, thrill and very fast. The Raptor, scream for fun. That's a that's an Natalie type of ride, right? Yeah. Uh, Gatekeeper, you're flying. Dragster, famous and oh hey there Canada. So I'm guessing you can actually see Canada. Uh, oh, that's cool. From that, um, uh, Wicked Twister, uh, which has a little like back and forth uh, symbol. Uh, she says long lines, lines, and lots of ride rides. I recommend a two day biz- visit. Stay at the Breakers Hotel, which is connected to the park via the beach because it's like on a lake, right? Ooh. So it's connected to a park via the beach. Rest, there's restaurants in the hotel. You can get early admission to the park if you're staying at Breakers, and you can parasail on the beach. Um, other notable rides include the train, convenient, fun, skull and crossbones, uh, Cadillac cars, leisure, cute, power tower, stomach in your throat. Oh, that sounds great. That sounds like my kind of ride. Um, Magnum looks like a cinnamon roll could kill you. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm putting a pause on this. I have to Google and search Cedar Point Magnum and see if it really looks like a um, um, a, a cinnamon roll. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. This, uh, that just looks like a roller coaster to me. Huh. Maybe from yeah. above? Where does it look like a problematic roller coasters? That's one of the headlines here. <laughs> what, are the, what are the Magnum tweet? Um, oh, there's a little like model of it. I don't see cinnamon roll, but... Yeah, maybe if, if we had like an aerial like mm-hmm. view. I don't know. Uh, so she says, looks like a cinnamon roll could kill you. Thunder Canyon, she does a little wave, and then she says, the closest major cities are Toledo and Cleveland, about an hour to each. Like I've said, we should do this trip. Cleveland, yeah. go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, see the, I think the symphony or the Philharmonic that's supposed to be really good in Cleveland, okay. and then do a couple of days just, 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 just thrill, ride, thrill, ride, thrill rides. And also stay at a hotel on a beach, apparently, which sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Would you parasail? I would parasail. Totally, yeah. 100%. I think we might have talked about this before. Yeah. Uh, okay, is that it? No? Um, uh, until we get to Steph's uh, Instagram ones. Uh, so, Steph, uh, um, she sent um, something, a funny tweet. Oh, because she had, when I had talked about being old, she said, like, 40 is the new 20 and 50 is the new 30 and she said uh pushing back against that and she someone's tweet at small jenna says i hate this whole women can be sexy at 50 narrative at what age will society stop demanding i try to be hot and just let me turn into an old swamp witch as nature intended it's pretty funny yeah um and then she also this is i guess uh make it fashion or make it unfashionable she was just in france as i think we talked about Mm -hmm. uh and she um, hated the way that Frenchmen wear their jackets, which is, I don't think that is exclusive to Frenchmen. I think that's, um, has become the dominant style for men to wear jackets that are seemingly too small. Hmm. Um, and it's not just the jacket, by the way. Is it um, just that making that button, buttoning that button? The button is too tight there. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and also, so if this thing where you can see his shirt here mm-hmm. through the 
like the little triangle below the button, yeah. you know, that's also like a somewhat recent thing by somewhat recent, I mean like 15 years, okay. I think in menswear, um, because yeah. it's not just the smaller jackets, it's also the lower rise pants yeah. that, that make that happen. It's not a good look. Uh, I agree. It's a good look if you're a super skinny, like haute couture male model. Yeah. That's who it's for. Okay. <laughs> that's who, uh, popularized the look, the look, but most of us don't have that. Um, okay. And now I think we're caught up on our correspondence. So that means it's time to move on to my favorite segment to introduce. It's called, how were we doing? This is where we look at what was happening in the world on the days these episodes aired. So season five, episode four of friends aired on. Okay. I'm pretty sure it aired on Thursday, October 15th, 1998. For some reason, IMDb has it listed as airing on October 18th, which is a Sunday. So I was trying to figure out, because obviously there was like the one after the Super Bowl that aired on a Sunday. So I was trying to figure out, is there some special reason it would have aired on a Sunday? So I went to Wikipedia, and Wikipedia says it aired on the 15th, which is a Thursday. So I think IMDb just has it wrong. Okay. So I'm going with Thursday, October 15th, because that seems more likely. Okay. Uh, In the world on that day, American Airlines becomes the first airline to offer electronic ticketing in all 44 countries it serves. Wow. How far we've come. Yeah. And we are 25 years later, and now... It's pretty much all electronic ticketing, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess you can print out a board pass, boarding pass at the like check-in kiosk. when you yeah. kiosk when you get there if you want to. But um, and that's probably what they meant. Yeah, not like people were using their phones then. Yeah, yeah. So that's probably what they meant. Um, top five songs in the U.S. on that day. At number five, Jennifer Page's "Crush." It's just a little crush. Uh, at number four, Drew Hills. How Deep Is Your Love? Not the Bee Gees. Drew Hill. Oh. Yeah, not the Bee Gees. Uh, at number three, Aerosmith's I Don't Wanna Miss a Thing. And at number two, Monica's The First Night. And at number one, The Bare Naked Ladies, One Week. It's been. <laughs> um, do you think when that song starts, Ross's son thinks it's about him? It's bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh Season 5, episode 4 of How I Met Your Mother, again, the sexless innkeeper, aired on Monday, October 12th, 2009. And I love when something actually, like, interesting happens um, uh, on on a day, you know? Mm -hmm. In Baltimore, a funeral was held for Edgar Allan Poe 160 years after his death. And it was was part of the... What would have like what would have been I almost what would have been his two hundredth birthday had he not died so young. Right. He died at forty. We never got to see him live Before to two hundred. Yeah. Um, but uh, on his two hundredth birthday, so when he died, he died. You know, he was it, at the time it seems kind of a shameful thing. He was a drunk and like uh, probably epileptic and, yeah. and stuff, and um, he collapsed outside a tavern and went to a uh, taken to a hospital and died four days later and his brother kind of like didn't publicize it they had a tiny funeral with a few people um and so uh 200 years later i guess i guess this at this time of year there were a bunch of edgar Allan poe related things going on in baltimore because uh of the 200th birthday and one of them was they actually did two because they sold out they did two uh showings uh two funerals um, for for Edgar Allan Poe, finally. All right. That's nice. Yeah. That's a fun thing. That is a fun thing. And top five songs in the U.S. on that day. At number five, The Black Eyed Peas, I Have a Feeling. Um, 
Number four, Jason Derulo's What You Say. Number three, Jay-Z, Run This Town. Number two, Miley Cyrus, Party in the USA. And number one, Jay Sean, Down. Not a great lineup. Mm. And I'm a Miley fan. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But uh, they can't all be, you know, I can buy myself flowers. Right. Which is a great song. Yeah. Right? Uh, all right. Well, the next segment... It's called Challenge Accepted. This is where we try to predict what's going to happen next week on the shows based only on the episode titles. Uh, I said that the one where Phoebe hates PBS would be a postpartum Phoebes with no babes to care for invests her energy into a telephone feud with a PBS telethon. There I mean, was a I got feud. the telethon. You got the telethon. I was pretty happy with myself for that. And there was not... a feud at the telethon. There wasn't, yeah. Uh, but I was surprised that they did, like... Phoebe gave birth, and the show just went like, well. Yeah, done with that. Let's <laughs> I mean, Joey references idiot. it, but yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't get any points there. And you said the gang take a trip and get spooked out by a creepy incel innkeeper. That did not happen no. at all. No. So um, why don't you, will you vamp for a second? Oh. Cinnamon bun inspired JoJo's. Wait, a cinnamon like the Magnum, the ride that will kill you? Yeah. <laughs> um, dark chocolate caramel hearts. Turkey bacon. Okay. Fair trade organic okay. Sumatra coffee. Okay. Wow. Season five, episode five of Friends mm-hmm. is called The One with the Kips. K-I-P-S. Okay. I was going to say that one of the ladies dates multiple guys named Kip, or maybe two of them are dating guys named Kip. You know? Okay. But I think, because I'm trying to remember what's happening in the world, or in the, in the show. Emily's coming. So I'm going to say Emily arrives, but with two blokes named Kip who have a right bone to pick with Ross the wanker okay okay so i feel like kip is like an english name maybe well i'm not gonna you know obviously well also like you kind of know too because this isn't the first mention of kip oh see i don't remember yeah yeah this is like when mr heckles died and i like it was in the title and i forgot who mr heckles was yeah well now after this next episode i'll never forget who kip is but i don't know who kip is okay I mean, it's it's a referenced character. Okay. So, okay. not the first reference to Kip. Season uh, five, okay. episode five of How I Met Your Mother is called Dual Citizenship. Um, but I should tell you, it's a a, a play on words here because it's dual, like like D U E L. You know, like I challenge you to a duel. Okay. So dual citizenship. Okay. So, yeah, my thought would be something about 
Robin citizenship in Canada. Okay. Um, so yeah, maybe it will be um, like a double meaning. Yeah. Um, and there will be a, a duel between <sighs> okay um, an, an old flame an old Canadian flame is going to come into Robin's life okay and there'll be a duel between uh, Barney, and... Barney and this Canadian heartthrob Okay, but it also has to do with Robin getting her citizenship. Yeah. So, um, so she has to, she has to marry Barney to get her citizenship. Okay. How does that work in the love triangle? Um. Well, that's a good question. What if this old flame has her like documents? Okay, yeah. He has all of her, like, birth certificates yeah. and all of her documents. Yeah. Um, Robin... You know what happens. <laughs> I do know, yeah. You're just, like, feeding me absurdities. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, let's do that. Um, Robin needs her proof of Canuckship documents from... Uh, some hoser she used to Hose. date. Um, <laughs> uh, Barney is ready to drop the gloves and <laughs> send this guy back to. No, oh, he's ready for fisticuffs. Penalty. Box. Oh, good one. I know I'm doing okay. Canadian things. Canadian I did things. British things for the other one. Got it, got I'm doing it. Canadian things yes. for this one. Yes, yes, yes. Um, okay. So, uh, is that it? Is that that's all our segments, right? I think that's it. So we didn't yeah. have a lot of calls to action, but I I do like. No, we do have um, a couple. Yeah. Uh, have you seen How Stella Got Her Group Back? Yes or no? Um, what movie were Ross and Joey seeing? Was it How Stella Got Her Group Back? Yeah. Was it? Night at the Roxbury, was it something else? Also, should we see How Stella Got Her Group Back? Yeah. And I also have never seen Night at the Roxbury. Uh, I have seen How Stella Got Her Group Back, but it's been a long time. Okay, yeah. Um, um, and also, and I'm al- just... Also, who's Gary Collins? <laughs> who's Gary Collins? Also, um, inspired by Steph's recommendation for Cedar Point... No, that was... Um, um, that was Paige, right? Oh, okay. No, okay. I'm, Or was it... Okay. It wasn't Steph. Okay. It was... I'm sorry if it, I'm sorry, Paige, if I got your name right or wrong. Um, well, no, it was Paige. I was okay. right. Okay, I second guessed myself. Okay, sorry, Paige. So it was definitely Paige. Vacation Rex. We are a couple of dinkwads, dual income, no kids, with a dog. So we have, we can take vacations whenever we want, within reason. So let us know where we should travel. Travel yeah. tips. Um, where yeah. we should go. We just not to brag, but we just booked two different trips yesterday. <laughs> Right. What's the point of life if you can't? Yeah, they're both super cheap. One yeah. we're going to Iowa to stay at my brother's house, <laughs> and the other one we are going to Vegas midweek when rooms are like <laughs> twenty five bucks. So we are we're big spenders. We're balling on a budget is what we're doing. Balling on a budget. Um, but yeah, um, 
What do we do? Oh, you tell us where to Oh, find yeah. It. So, uh, yeah, with all the all this feedback um, and, and um, correspondence can go to uh, the one where I met your mother at gmail.com. That's what Rebecca did. You can um, leave a comment uh, at battleshipretention.com. That's where you can find this podcast and find a post for every episode. Uh, the home of my other podcast, Battleship Retention. No one did that this week. You did that last week. So that's how you do that. Uh, you can... Uh, at me on Twitter as long as that exists. Maybe someday I'll be a blue sky. Um, and uh, if I ever get an invite, you got a blue sky invite? Give me a blue sky invite. Anyway, um, that's at Davy Pretension. That's the way that Jackson and Paige got a hold of me. Um, and again, if you are staff or someone else that I know per- personally, <laughs> you can message me on Instagram. But don't everybody do that? <laughs> It'll get annoying if it's uh, people I don't know. So uh, all the other ways are fine. Uh, so that's where you can find us, where you can find me. Uh, Natalie, where do you want people to find you online? Well, join me at Blue Sky at... <laughs> no. What if you were on Blue Sky yeah, and I didn't and I have an didn't invite? Tell you. Oh, I'd be so mad. Um, no, you. if you like this episode, you should rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your mothers, let us know where we should vacation. Um, let us know if... Um, let us know, let us know, let us know. If you've had luck on date nights or double dates, yeah, a couple. What's dates. your what's your hosting style? I mean, we could give away. We're not going to give away all our secrets. We're so good at it. We're really good at it. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Um. So yeah. Wait. Um. We have a new review <gasps> from Christine, nineteen eighty three four. Uh, five stars. Just discovered this podcast about a month ago, and I love it so much. Not only do you cover two of my favorite shows but compare and contrast them also also it makes it so much fun to listen to thank you christine thank you christine yeah yeah you should yeah, all be do like that. christine be like christine write us a review it helps other people find yeah. us uh, until next time we'll see you at the fall foliage hike <laughs> <laughs>